Hello and welcome to week 13 of Where's the Line? I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton. The finale to Flemington Carnival this weekend. And you know what? We're a couple of weeks away from the start of Ascot Carnival. Uh, I'm joined today by the regular ho- uh, regular member and geez, he's flying, uh, Tyler Jews. How are we, mate? Very good. Very good uh, cup day. So I'm uh, high spirits today. <laughs> About the only one, mate. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, um, the cup claimed a few victims. Big Regan, Cisco Davis and Uncle Schmicky Holmes, unfortunately, had a bad cup day. So they've decided to call in sick. Yeah, Regan's just scared to give me an apology after his terrible uh, track reports. Yes. So. Uh, and to, to, on top of that, he's picked two winners in the last two weeks, and all of a sudden he's the number one tipster in, in Where's the Line? Yeah, he's had <laughs> two weekends. Come back to me when you do it week in, week out, mate. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, obviously, they're not here, so we've got on the, the our favourite uh, favorite guest, Marky Mark. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Yeah, your favourite fill-in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fill-in, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what a week for the podcast last week, mm. Derby Day. I think we had our best week ever. I think it was 70... Five units from at forty outlaid. Yeah. So that's a pretty incredible effort from the from the boys here. Um, carried even, by me. Carried by all three. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think you, me, and Regan all cracked twenties. Yeah, we all had. Um, and got his nice little win out there, but that home was about affair, it. Home affairs and very elegant best wins of the week, I reckon. Very elegant on top, then home affairs. Yeah, that was one of the greatest wins you'll yeah. you'll see for a very long time. But all right, so this weekend uh, we've got the last day of uh, Flemington Carnival, so that is headlined by the McKinnon Stakes, which should be an absolute ripper. Um, we've also got a couple of decent races at Rose Hill, but we'll just go through the, the, the hot Danish or whatever they call it. I don't know, it's a dessert anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, we'll head across to uh, HQ for, for the West Australians, the old Ascot, for race seven and race eight. So let's get straight into it, boys. Let's go straight across to Flemington. Now, Regan's not here for a track report, thankfully. But I can tell you right now that I'm pretty sure it's a good four. Yeah, it should be a good four. Um, Maybe a little bit chopped up from all the racing the last few yeah, days. I think I'll probably, I'm not sure what the rail will be, but I'm assuming they'll bring it out a bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so it should be a very interesting um, day of racing. So let's go straight across to Flemington Race 5, the Tab Matriarch. A uh, bit of an interesting race this one. I think mm-hmm. there's a bit of value to be found here. So Tyler, want to kick us off? Yeah, there is a... $5.50 for the favourite, and that's who I'm going with, Nima Lee. Um, like the way she hit the line in the Empire Rose, only just finishing off just over a length to Colette, and I think Colette's a good chance coming up in um, the Group 1. Mm, so big time. I don't see much else in the rest of the field, like maybe Mimi's Award, but I don't see anything else. I think she, um, Nima Lee held her own in the Group 1, and I think that form will be able to stack up here. Um, only she was a whitish barrier, but... I feel like she'd be able to handle it with the Flemington track. Um, so hopefully she can get me some money. Lovely. Modre, got a tip here, mate? Yeah, I'm on the Nimalee as well because I rate that Collette form. I backed that yeah. Collette a couple of weeks ago. Um, and if it didn't come close to that, it's got good form, so I'm having a crack at that. Beautiful. Paid 13s. Mm. I was spewing because I got it at sevens on the pod. <laughs> Could have used those extra six units. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to go something rough here. Um, I think the Nimalee's pretty good form, but I'm happy to play around here. Um, I was tossing up with Princess Jenny, one of the Americans and my favourites. Oh, but um, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Pride of Jenny. It's Princess Jenny. Big difference. <laughs> One's a spud. The other's actually all right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with number nine, Vanagel. Uh, to be honest, it's had a terrible prep. It's had two runs yet to fire a shot in Melbourne. Uh, but I think it finds its best chance to win. The key to this horse is a good track. Uh, and both times this prep have been on a soft track where last run that comes sixth and was a bit of an improvement. 
So I think with Glen Boss aboard, a good track, at $18 and $4.80 for a place, I think it's a good each way chance in the matriarch. Mm. All right, let's get across to Flemington Race 6, the Daly Sprint Classic. Um, this is a pretty weak field. Yeah. Uh, Nature Strip $1.28, so I don't think any of us will be going straight on the nose of the strip here. Yeah. Unless you want to genuinely get a... I reckon that's a quadrupled prong bet. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think... The strip is good in the Everest, but dollar twenty eight. Jeez, that's like winks odds. Yeah, but in Santa though, it's, it's, there, it is by far it is the by far the worst field it's faced. Yeah, or like for probably three or four yeah, years. Okay. We said that first up when it when it won at what dollar dollar sixty. Yeah, some. And now it's well, this is first probably. Uh, yeah, I don't see much beating it, but um, I'm definitely going some barrier on the outside. Yeah, so what are you going for here, Tyler? So I'm going Shakiro 31s and $4 a place. Um, I, d- I don't see anything as like a serious chance to, against the strip, but if you want to play the same races, you can do um, like Nature Strip to win with, so like either Shakiro top four, or even like Splintex or whatever. But I'm just going to go Shakiro and um, 31s each way. Um, his run in the Coolmore, I thought was super, considering he had no room at all. I think he only got out in the last 50 metres, and um, he still like did pretty well. So, if, And I honestly think if he got got out, he would have got second to probably the next future star, which would have been home, his home affairs. So yeah. he has a low weight, um, so if something does go wrong with the strip, if he gets found out some way, um, I do think Shakiro is probably one of the better chances in there. Um, but yeah. Just keeps running around at big odds and yeah, probably shouldn't be. Eighty ones for the Coolmore. I, I just read one hundred and one. Yeah, I had him in my um, quaddy and I was cheering for. Yeah, him. Yeah, we did too. Just yeah, screaming for him. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Mike, Marcus, you got any any strip? I'm just going to strip. It's um, it won the Everest. Um, I can't go against it. Are you nah. going to give not something? on that field. Anything no. else to run top four with it or anything like that? Um, no, just straight out. All right, bang. Well, if it loses, mate. We get quadruple. <laughs> prong, prong, prong. We get, we get quadruple prong. Back. No, no. Okay, okay. So I'm going to double it up. Into because uh, I like my NFL on a Friday morning, so we go to strip into the Colts the mini uh, to the co- uh, sorry uh, the the Indiana Indiana uh, Indianapolis Colts. I've got to pr- pronounce it right. <laughs> into Mo Cox to get a uh, touchdown. In the Jonathan Taylor to get a touchdown. To the Pittman to get a touchdown. Now that's fifteen to one. Now with so the twenty with the I'll, I'll get the I'll get the odds. So you've got it. What's up? So we're paying right now dollar thirty. Dollar thirty eight. Race six. We'll give you twenty. Race six, dollar thirty-five. Power, actually. Power play it. No power play allowed, mate. <laughs> Excellent. That's good. Seventeen. Uh, Twenty-two dollars. Oh, it's twenty bucks twenty-five at the power play. See, should have just listened. Thanks, that Marcus. That, that seems like it could be a nice little way to have something on Nature Strip to make it worthwhile betting on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just going to do a same race multi. Uh, Nature Strip to win number six. Bella Neptina run top three. Probably get two dollars fifty three dollars there, so it's a little bit better value than a dollar thirty. Uh, Bellina Patina, huge run in the yeah. Group One the other day. Um, I think he does. She doesn't mind the straight, and she likes yeah. she likes twelve hundred. So I don't know why Splintex is twenty bucks. I think he should be his second favorite. Yeah, he had a super run in the um, his first run down the straight. And, yeah, and he only just lost to Kemitari, but the Kem- that Kemitari race hasn't really stacked up nah, that well. Not so. at all. Yeah. All right, well, we, uh, we conclude that one, and we head across to Fle- uh, Flemington Race 7, the Champion Stakes, which is over 1,400. Um, another good race here, I reckon. Tyler, who you on here? I'm going Shalo at four bucks. Um, locked his run last weekend, just was way too far back. 
Um, she's unbeaten at this trip, and with the lightweight and good barrier, I, I think she can hopefully put herself a bit closer, and I think she'll be able to show her turn of foot, and should be able to get the money. So. Lovely. Um, I'm a shallow man as well, yeah. um, and we haven't colluded here. Oh, across um, the board. We're probably going to end up with the same same horse the next race as well. But, <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, well, no one's going to knock, knock Zaki. So. Nah, or I reckon so. the market's going to go against Zaki. Yeah, so, uh, I was yeah. going to say top tote. Yeah, yeah. top tote. Okay, um, yeah. Anyway, Charlotte. Right, Charlotte. Well, yeah, I'll move his as well. Um, got a bit far back because we missed the start. Three for three on the track distance. That's always reads yeah. well in my eyes. And really, I only finished 1.7 lengths off Superstorm. And yeah. Superstorm was running in the, in the big feature, so happy to go with it. Flemington's right. a big tick as well. Yeah, big yeah. straight for it. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. Mm. Uh, Flemington race eight, the McKinnon Stakes, which is over two thousand meters. Uh, this is an absolute classic. Um, bit of redemption, possibly. Mm. Who knows? But time will tell. It's already drifting, actually. Two dollars fifty. Oh my, I might take top tight. To yeah. All right. Um, Tyler, who are you backing? Zaki. Um, had it in my, one of my futures and centre buys on the week last week. Um, I honestly think if this guy ran in the Cox Plate, I personally reckon he would have brained him. Um, I think the Cox Plate was good, but I, I think Zaki was a, was a class above. Um, he has the best jock on board right now with J-Mac. He has a perfect barrier. Um, I'll be putting a fair bit of money on this for myself. Um, and Because I, I do think the market might go against him a little bit because they might be a bit scared. He could get $3. Him. Yeah, he could a bit scared from his last track, uh, last run, but that's because of the track. I reckon it was too firm. Um, Animal Nation's already said that. So I think I'll be able to... Um, turn the tables here and Zaki will get another win on the board for J-Mac and be winning for the pod beautiful Marcus has got anything to add there? not really like if you look at the form um, you know Cascadia and Superstorm it's pretty good form um, but I think this is a class above um, Moonga Private I call it you know Hungry Heart it is a good film, a form but I reckon it's not the elite form, yeah, not okay? Zaki. Not elite, right? So if yeah. there's any danger, it's got to be Colette. Yeah. yeah. Even a Hungry Heart. Hungry Heart finally steps out for 2,000 metres yeah. and hasn't stepped out of this prep, and that's her preferred distance. Yeah. So, and she had a super run last. Um, she got third. Yeah, behind Colette. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting. It could be a good one to put in as a top four. Yeah, I'll be doing, if I did it, I'll be doing Zaki to win, top to, um, top four. Well, even your first four, box up the last three, Superstorm, Colette, Hungry Heart. Yeah, even Mwanga in there as well. And you got to have Cascadian, <laughs> yeah. pretty big run. Private it's, Eye down the outside for third or fourth, maybe because I was uh, disappointed in its run last week. I've run, had a look. One before. Uh, it's it's uh, win, it runs well when it's got low weights. Struggles a bit when the top oil high weight. Yeah. So fifty eight kilos here. Um, it's going to be a big ass for Private Eye. I, I think Private Eye's had it. Even friend. the Jack Horse needs a, it's bound to show up. The Jack Horse, and the Kia. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't yeah. keep running around Group Ones for nothing. Yeah. So then, although they did do that with a few things a couple of years ago, what was that um, one that was favourite for the Corville Cup? <laughs> Yeah. And he keeps running around now, and he's he's like the worst horse in Australia. <laughs> Tom Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I'm with Zaki as well. J Mac aboard. I reckon he's pretty close to the best jockey in the entire world right yeah, now. Yeah, he's he's gonna knock he'll, off he'll Ollie's Group One. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ollie's extended it out. He's up yeah. to one twenty four. But Jack yeah. Mac's so young, and he's only just starting to hit his proper prime. Yeah, and if he can hold this form, he's gonna top yeah. that record. Well, I reckon. Did say at the start. Of, did say at the start of last week that um, you look out for Damon Oliver this weekend because yeah, he always turns up for Fleming Carnival. Yeah. He's had he's had five five winners, I think it was. Yeah, so he's three, three, five, three five winners and three Group Ones. Yeah. But in some of that, J Max had about eight or nine winners. I'm not sure how many it is, yeah. but he's had two or three every single day. 
Um, I think one day he got four. Yeah, he had four on Derby Day. Yeah, four Derby Day. He got yeah. the Melbourne Cup and he got and he two on Derby Day. He should have, was unlucky, he should have had five on Derby Day. Yeah. one he got rolled. Yeah. Seen. But yeah, so, um, so J-Max the one to get on. Um, but yeah, it might be a good little one to do some exotics on and maybe have Cascadian, Superstorm, Mawanga, Colette, Hungry Heart. Um, Regan will put Dallison in there, but I'll tell you right now, with the Rudder board, just put a line for yeah, it. Yeah, I bet, yeah. The Rudder's been... Terrible. Cascadian's so consistent, it's got to, got to go in for third or fourth. Yeah, only thing I'm a little bit worried about Cascadian is the fact that it's um, that it's a 2,000 metre race that's never run 2,000. But it's got Brett Pebble aboard, and yeah. we said today if you back Brett Pebble, Oliver, Pebble. and um, Mack, you would have won 80% of races yeah. this week. Yeah. You would have, yeah. So, all right, we head across to Ramwick for the <clears throat> the Danish... What is it? The, the Hot Danish. <laughs> the Hot Danish, what a name. Yeah. Uh, well, Modra, where do you like here, mate? Mate, at uh, my Black Booker, Rocket Clock. Um, it was a mega run last start. Um, oh. Nearly got up. Yeah, very close. Um, Mickey was on it. I know that. That was yeah, um, dirty day. No, only for a place. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you don't bet to lose. You just bet, <laughs> bet to win. And that's exactly what it was going to do. Also, I want to call out Regan as well. Regan was getting into you for doing a place bet. And what did he do for his best bet for yeah. last week? I was Spanish, thinking that. Spanish Mission at $3.80. Yeah. yeah hey, got up, mate. Hey, you know what the best place bet I've ever seen in my entire life? Was um, the favourite in Central Life. I paid $2.40 for a place. Really? Jesus. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Regan Davis... Yeah, we're terrible, on to you, mate. Terrible, terrible form. We're on to you. Yeah. Fuck on to you. your track reports. At least mine was a $10 place. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck. And he was claiming it as well. Oh, he's, he's gone on as if he just picked the Melbourne Cup winner. Yeah. It's like, mate, relax. You didn't even get second. You got third. <laughs> All right. So uh, re, uh, so Dad's on rock o'clock. Yeah. Um, but he's going on the nose, not for a place. Yeah. Uh, on the nostrils. We're, just, the nostrils. Ta- we're just joking around, mate. That's right. <laughs> uh, Tyler, who you want here, mate? I'm going rock o'clock. It's going to be pissing down the next few days at Rose Hill. So Is it really, I didn't know that. Yeah, have a tricky girl coming to that. Yeah, have a look yeah. at your. I was waiting for you to say have, something. Have right? a look at your wet trackers because yeah. um, they will be popping up. Hopefully, the um, track guys have got it pretty good and not hopefully going into the heavy because that will sort of ruin all my form for the week. But um, I'm going rock o'clock at three dollars eighty. He's what two t- tries on the soft, one win and one second. So he's untried in the heavy, which I'm worried about. But I can't go past his last run because you know, just missed out to ice, um, a group one to ice bath, and ice bath has franked that form to like was second in another group one. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and I don't see any- very unlucky in the in the race. Too. Could have easily won ice bath. Yeah, and I don't yeah. see anything in this field that can be a genuine chance unless it's really heavy. Then well, that I, I, plays. Uh, but Ice Buff was running against the same um, race that we were just talking about, Cascadia, yeah. Yeah. Cascadia, yeah. Superstorm. Yeah, that's and that's the best. That's the best form going around for that for yeah. that event. So, yeah. and he's he's only just got nutted by him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if it is a soft, watch Rockercock plummet. He'll plummet down to probably I reckon probably two twenty, nearly even money. Yeah. Um, but if he does into the heavy, I think the market might go up against him a little bit and might come for like Tricky Girl, even Polly Gray. She's first up. Yeah, I did say that. But she is better over the longer distances, but she's 23s. I don't think people will let her go think, around I don't think, I don't think, um, 20, I don't think it's good first up. We need old mate to be running. Yeah. So, yeah. We need Jungle Edge back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to jump on the three nudge. Um, I'm going to stick with it. It was very disappointing last time, but never really given a chance. Um, if it's going to be wet, it's probably got the best, well, I'd say top two jockeys in Australia for wet tracks, and that's Tommy Berry. Tommy Berry is the best at Sydney. If it rains, back him all day. Yeah. 
So um, he gets nudge here. Um, was very impressive first up. Thought it was going to have a big prep. Was pretty disappointing last run, but I'm pre- happy to forgive. And at five dollars fifty for a win, I'm pretty keen to see what she what she can do. So nudge for me. Yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So mm-hmm. All right. Head across to Ascot. Uh, we're going to go to race seven, the Farefa Stakes. Um, this is a good little race. Farifa, yeah. Farifa, sorry. Um, it's a good little race here, but I'm pretty keen on one in particular, but I'll see what you boys reckon. Uh, Tyler, who you want? I'm going devoted at $3.90. I was a bit unsure about this race because I think the favourite's a very, very good chance, but he's $2.05. I think should be a little bit more than that, um, and I think devoted should be a little bit less. Considering Devoted's only had two starts, one ticking off a maiden and a third in a very handy race, I think she's a very good sign. Um, I don't mind the white barrier with Pikey on board because yeah. Pikey is known to drag his horses back and likes to reel him, out, reel him in at the end. So I think I'll play into his favour a bit because I don't like Pikey on the fence. I don't like Pikey yeah. on the fence and I don't like him on a leader. I don't so, mind seeing him go to the fence yeah, up the straight. He's, but, he's won a few like that before, but you don't want him on the fence. Yeah, you don't want him on the fence because he likes to bring his horses out wide and wind him up a yeah. bit. And oh, he's, like, he's a very good jockey, but... He's probably not the best WA jockey on a leader running no, around. So, no. so he always seems to, he always seems to stuff that up. If we're talking about um, so J Max best overall right now, but uh, William Pike would be top three in Australia for uh, horses that run on, yeah. and also getting the result right. and and so last putting 50, the head down on the last fifty in the last fifty if, the, if it's, um, Oliver. and and Pikey and J Mac are the yeah. ones that get the horses. Out. Just, yeah, yeah he wills them over the line. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think um, three dollars ninety is a good bet. Um, I think he or he will be able to get over the favourite, hopefully. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Modra, uh, Parnham on Parnham, mate. Chris Parnham's flying. Parnham, mate. Parnham special. Yep, success play. Success play, lovely. Yep. Parnham on Parnham. And you may as well chuck the same race and put number five multinational in there too if you want like the pun of pun. Yeah, you know, Chris, Chris Parnham's flying. He, he yeah. had five winners a couple of weeks ago. I've been following him um, since and ended from Parnham on Parnham. He's they, flying. They, they basically, they do play a little bit of ducks and drakes, these guys. It's really hard to pick them. Uh, but when Parnham's on Parnham and it's a big race, yeah. uh, they, they've got it's a very cool. high success rate. Yeah. Yeah. So success play, and what's the pain? About seven to one, is it? Nine. Nine to one now. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, Old Schmicky Holmes would have the biggest rating of Stiffy right yeah, now. He loves, <laughs> he loves the pun. He loves the pun and pun and Joe. And to hear that there's two in the same race <laughs> and getting Chrissy aboard, he's, yeah. I bet you I put any money that he was picking number four or number five in this race yep. as well. Um, but I'm with Tyler. I'm on number eight, Devoted, and I'm big on this. Um, as Pikey aboard and coming out of the really strong form race after watching Buzzoom absolutely romping on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, done very well. Um, so that race there is uh, reading very, very well for this. I think $3.90 is incredible odds. Um, I think that he should probably be equal favourite with It's Our Day. I watched the replay and he uh, got, back from the, um, got back from the barrier last run, um, and which is going to happen here. And he actually ran on pretty well, mm. um, but was always a couple lengths off. Um, and Pikey probably didn't even ride him through the line in the end. So, um, but I'm, this is my best bet as well. I'm, I'm putting it out there. I'm going to have the three unit play on it. Um, I'm going to take the $3.90. Um, and he drops four kilos. He's running around with 54. Yeah. Um, that's a huge, huge plus as well. So Especially I reckon, for a gelding club. They usually handle the weight very well. So yeah. I don't yeah. mind that. So I'm very happy with that. All right, we head across to Ascot Race 8, the Listia Stakes. Another good race to watch. I think this should be another one. Um, uh, Tyler, who you like, mate? Um, 
tipped him the other week and he flew home and that's regal power at $3.90. I think he deserves to be favourite. Um, it was a great run. He usually isn't that good first up, so and I, no. I said that in the thing, and he had I think he had four trials leading into it, so that could have been the difference. But um, I think he has an outstanding second up record. I think he's two from three, and um, with yeah. Pikey on board, um, he's got Patrick Carberry off, so that means Pikey thinks he's an obvious chance. So I think that's a good sign. Um, Very good sign. I did find it. Like fighting for second and stuff, I, I think Massimo is a very good chance. And um, dance music as well at 6.50. It's over the odds. Yeah, it, especially... It always is. Yeah, I, I don't know why they do that, but um, he's, he had a superb win last one. Um, and kind of pops up once a prep at good odds and then... Sort of drops off. And then pops up again. Yeah, I agree. So I reckon Massimo and dance music, chuck them into your... Um, Exotics, but yeah, I'm going straight on that. I'll be having a good bet play on this with Regal Power at three dollars ninety. So beautiful, Modra. Are you like here, mate? Uh, this horse um, basically distance uh, nine starts, six wins, two seconds and a third. Has not missed a place on this distance. First up, seven starts, three wins, three seconds. Yeah, very good. Right, um, it's got Parnham on him again, the Velvet King. Yeah. And right. Barrier One helps. Yep, and so I'm going race to race Dumble as well. Ooh. Chris, uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Parnham into Chris Parnham. Parnham, Parnham Double. Yep. That's probably a good bet. Yep. I think um, I'm, that's paying four dollars, so you should get 36, 36 to one. So two individual bets and, and one double. Yeah, lovely. Yep. All right. Um, I, I was, that's the only one I'm worried about. I'm with Tyler. I'm on Regal Power. I think Pikey's big chance doing the race to race double, and I might have a crack at the race to race double with that with Pike and a Pike. <laughs> Um, and I might do Pike in the first and Pike in the uh, and then Parnham in the second because Velvet King is the only danger I think. I think Regal Power. What's his Regan's his horse as well, isn't it? Or one of yours? Oh uh, no, Riley's big fan oh, of it. Um, but yeah, Regal Power. Um, he went over one uh, all Australia, all star mile. Uh, and racing some like massive races. Yeah, there, and running. held its own. One of the you know probably um, pretty close to top three best performing West Australian horses in the yep. probably last two or three years really. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty keen here. I think the first up run was very good. Pikey aboard. Um, does he get any extra distance? No, 1,400 again. That's fine. Um, barrier 7 is helpful. Means it's going to get a nice little transition. Yeah. Run a transition. And yeah, I think 59 kilos as well. Gets, gets a bit of weight on the rest of them. So the only thing I'm scared of is, is Velt King. I, I think that um, I think Tyler's right I think I've heard, um, Sam Ray stolen him maybe. Yeah, it could be a good Quinella bet. I think when Massimo raced last start, um, Dad was giving me a tip from Massimo because one of his mates has, is in ownership I think of it and yeah. he said um, Massimo sh- will be winning very soon so even yeah. if you're just watching out on him yeah so, only thing about Massimo um, is um, uh, Regal Power is getting two and a half kilos on him this run yeah. so that that's a big positive in my books when you get a bit of a weight swing and obviously the added fitness for Regal Power will help it big time yeah. alright that wraps us up at Ascot, and now we head across to our best bets of the weekend. Yep. So I may as well get back in there. So I'm your number eight, devoted at $3.90. Um, enough's been said. I think it's going to win, and I think it's going to win at a nice price. Uh, Tyler? I'm going Dr. Jewel at $4.40. I think it's Flemo Race 2. You've seen that. Yeah, yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Um, did well against Charlie Rose last start when Charlie Mega Rose, Race. Yeah, just kicked up a notch. Um, and she, Charlie Rose sort of held her own in the cup as well. So Got stomped on. Yeah, I feel like that's um, good form. I think he'd be able to go one better, especially in the small field as well. He likes to lead, so he'd be able to, get a, he'd be able to dictate the pace. Um, and I think the favourite warning, I've, he has not won back-to-back 
ever. And I think he is a bit, bit of extra a, weight. Yeah, he's a bit of an enigma. Yeah. Um, I think this would probably be like his last win would have been his will be his only win for the prep. So I'll be having a big player on Dr. Drew at four dollars forty. So I, I only see Luna Flair as the only danger. There's um, one other in there. Um, oh, it won the other day and won really well. I'm just trying to think what its name is. Give me one second. Yeah, yeah. Luna Flair had an awesome win in the yeah that was good. Mooney, Valley Cup. Yeah. So Regan was on it. Went, yeah. w- Wentwood. Wentwood. That had a very good win last run at, at Bendigo. Bendigo. Yeah. Um, it was a very good win. Bendigo Cup. Yeah. One very like, well. How many lengths? I'll point on. Just got there, but it was fucking good yeah. win. So yeah, four dollars forty. I feel like that's a good good play. Yeah. Beautiful. I like it. Brett Pebble aboard. Yep. That always helps. Pebble on board is a very big tick for me, especially over the longer distances as well. I feel like he's a bit superb over them. So. Yeah. Besides the Melbourne Cups. Yeah. Well, nothing's been very like a Jesus, nah, that thing's still that rumped in. Uh, Marcus, best bet? Best bet is Flemington Race 4, uh, trained by Patrick Payne. It's called Jimmy the Bear. I like it. Okay, it's number nine. It's had two starts for two wins. Uh, Patrick Payne's a uh, really good trainer at the moment. He's got a high success rate. Um, it's at Flemo, and I like the name, Jimmy the Bear. Is that the one you got on the other day? Yeah, I tried telling you to get on it. You yeah. go, I don't bet midweek. And yeah. then come in and won the easy. Yeah. Um, I reckon it's a good thing. Right? Yeah. And it's paying $4.40, I'm pretty sure. Drop six kilos. Then it's yeah. paying $9. Is it paying nine? Paying $9. Oh, jeez. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I, like, I have a black book in this race, Port, Port Louis. I nearly, yeah. made it, I nearly made it my best bet, but I'm a bit... Knocked just off. doesn't I win. Want, yeah, I want to see him have a win first. Just doesn't win, does this it? This was a good win by that Jimmy the Bear. Watch the replays. Yeah, it's bigger. It just yeah. it just kept kicking. Yeah. Um, all right, now we go to our little exotic of the week. Uh, mind you, well, my last one last week was old um, uh, Elite Street to win the winter bottom, and I think it's in about $3.50, and we got it at sixes. Yeah, so. Elite Street romped in in as well. Yeah, so. so that could be a nice little <laughs> couple, 12 unit place there in a couple of weeks' time. All right, Tyler, um, what's your, you got a futures this week? Yeah, well, I'm running out of futures now since all the group ones are sort of... Just got the Ascot futures. Yeah, so I'm sort of, I'm going something, I did it not long ago, a few weeks back, I'm going to UFC. Um, This is a massive card this week, I'm very excited for it. Um, So I'm going Justin Gaethje to win against Chandler. I think he, I reckon he will submit him, but I don't want to be taking those odds on my future bets. So, and I think Rose against Zhang in the title fight. Um, I think Thug Rose is far superior than Zhang. And I think the best fighter of the night is going to be Usman versus Covington. Um, I think Usman will win. I think he's an awesome fighter. He's far superior to Covington. And Covington's just one of those big mouth people that just talks his way up to the <laughs> main events. So, yeah. I think you get $3.50. Uh, for that, if you multi all them up, Gaethje to win, Rose to win, Usman to win. Beautiful seven unit play. Mm. Marcus, you got anything else? Yeah, Pakistan win the twenty twenty World Cup at three bucks fifty. Ooh, nice. Did they beat India the other day? Yeah, uh, by ten, yeah, they by belt, ten belted them. Oh really? They belted them. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go a cheeky little Jim Double again here. Um, I'm going to go with Devoted again. I'm actually having a fair crack at this this week. No, I hate when you do this. Cause I every do time too. You put, yeah, I've only done it your... once. I've only done it once. And it, September and it... run curse. <laughs> oh, thank God. That didn't do anything last week. <laughs> Fuck you, Regan. <laughs> trying to get cheeky with Spots me. What's that? Beat at home as well. Yeah. Zoom time. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go Devoted at $3.90, Ascot Race 7, into Flemington Race 1, number 5, Hosier. Uh, coming back after having a very nice start to its career in Australia where it went four wins in a row, um, beating some pretty smart horses. I think uh, in the last run it beat, it beat home uh, Tolkien or something, which has been running around pretty well, went, got a few wins as well. 
Um, so $2.60 uh, should build up the picket fence a little bit further and I think it's a pretty good horse and pretty good bet so that you get $10 for that and 14 cents if you want to get Yeah, I've seen, our, I've seen our rival um, television show get on have been raving on about Hoy- Hoysea. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. They are our rivals. We, yeah, we, we, got we don't talk about them. We got them covered. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't tip 79 units last, or 75 units last yeah. week. They had a good show the week before. Jeez, they had that 12 yeah. minutes. Richo. Richo's, Richo's been very... Fire. Yeah, Richo has been tipping some... He's on fire, some, mate. He's, I usually put some rides... Even going good as well. Brent's yeah. Rav's good. Yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah Hutchie, Richo's been like backing Hutchie. some big yeah. winners, so... Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that concludes us for this week's episode. Uh, thanks for, if you've been listening. Um, hopefully listening, otherwise you've been losing money. Yeah, and you won't be winning off our winning tips. But yeah, remember, where's the line?